ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Pharaoh's Halftime. Uh, we apologize for not being on top of our game the past couple of weeks, uh, just because I recently came back from England, and I'm sure uh, to our you know listeners, you guys knew that I was going away to watch a couple of Premier League games, um, but we're back, and I'm here to tell you all about the experience, and we're here to talk more football and Premier League previews and Champions League, and we got a lot of content today, Anton. How you doing? Good. How are you, man? Man, all I got to say is what a trip. Yeah, man. no, how was it, man? Dude, when I tell you it was unreal to be at Anfield, Wembley, and London Stadium, crazy. Crazy to be part of that experience. Crazy that I saw those games. Crazy that Liverpool won in the last minute at the 96th minute. <sighs> That out of the that most, game, that game pissed me off. Out man. of the most unlikely of sources, Divock Origi to come on as a sub. Where was he on loan last year? He was on Wolfsburg in Germany, and he didn't do nothing. And the fact that Klopp, you know, had the guts to put him on in the last like ten minutes. Yeah, for real. To see what would happen, on, he didn't even put on Solanke, who he favored last season. Yeah, I think Solanke was injured that game, but like. It was literally a roll of a dice, and man, did it pay off! Yeah, for real. He he got he got to start the next game too. Yeah, he got to start the next game. Um, and as promised, I do have some kind of uh, sounds from live from the the games that I was at. The only game that surprisingly I don't have any sounds from is the Tottenham game because I was so thank you, baby Jesus. <laughs> it's because I was so invested and hooked on the game yeah. that I couldn't get a chance to like you know record everybody else chanting because i was chanting myself <laughs> right so um here's a little something from the london stadium when west ham uh beat crystal palace 3-2 it was a great game great some great goals in that game uh but here's a little something from the london stadium So that was them chanting about bubbles, my friend. Yo, what the hell? Uh, I, this is why they're like always in the bottom of the league. <laughs> bottom half of the table. Yeah, for real. I mean, uh, I'm no West Ham fan, and I wasn't really a fan of that chant either. either but uh, let me tell you, it was a hell of a game. 3-2. Um, it was actually very open and entertaining because Crystal Palace scored within the first 10 minutes of the game. So that way, and it was a home game for West Ham, obviously. So it opened the game up. Yeah, and second half, just West Ham went all out, and I think they scored three goals within the first like fifteen or twenty minutes of the second half. Uh, and there were some beautiful goals. Robert Snodgrass hit a curler. Felipe Anderson hit a curler. Chicharito grabbed one. I hate Chicharito so much. I know you do, but I hate, uh, hate him. But that's that's a it's a, actually a pretty impressive stadium, the London Stadium. A lot of players hate playing there, though. That's the thing. I think it's because like it wasn't built to be West. Yeah, no, it was. It was built for, for the, the Olympic Olympics, games. Yes. Yeah, so it was just pretty much bought by their owner or whoever the hell bought it for them. Um, let me tell you, man. There's. I think we were in row like sixty-seven or some crazy number like that. Yeah, and there were some huge stairs, man. <laughs> there was a flight of stairs to go up. <laughs> Not that I'm complaining of anything, but 
Uh, it was an impressive stadium. Yeah. Uh, the the West End fans were loud. Just not my cup of tea, man. I'm a Spurs fan, and I was going crazy. You're in hostile territory. That's what it was. I was pretty much in hostile territory, but you know, I was living in the moment and chanting whatever I could. Yeah. Um, and it was fun, really fun to see that game. But uh, moving on to my beloved Spurs, watching them win three one against uh, against Southampton at Wembley. Man, it was crazy. I I, I saw Son, Kane, and Lucas Moura score in front of my eyes. And man, what a feeling it was! Uh, it was funny because the on the it was we were sitting in the kind of middle section, yeah, and then uh, towards the right side of the stadium, like behind one of the goals, that's where like the true like Spurs supporters were, yeah, and they were the ones that kind of started all the chants. So it was funny because they were all chanting, and then it was me in the middle section by myself chanting with them. So <laughs> all the people around me were were cracking up, and it was, it was funny. But uh, but definitely, if you guys are into football and Premier League or Serie A or La Liga, whatever your team is, you got to go and, and experience that because it's a great feeling. No, I definitely want to go next year. Next year, I'm definitely going to try to make an effort to go. Yeah. Eventually, I want to go to Italy, though. Italy, too. yeah. Some see Juventus some versus Inter or something like something, that. See a big game like that. Yep. Uh, I'd love to go to see an Atletico Madrid game. Oh, at the new see stadium. My, see my boy, Diego Costa, yep. been, who unfortunately is injured for like the next four months. He just had surgery. Oh. So he's out. He's out till February according to Simeone, but mm. hopefully he'll be back by then. I know, it's your boy. It's my boy for life. I'd, I'd give anything to have him back on Chelsea. Yeah. I'd, I'd trade all the pretty boys on that team for that one <laughs> ugly, nasty, like just disgusting. Bully. <laughs> we need more guys like that on Chelsea. Yeah, we need so those bully type, like those Diego Costa. Diego Costa looks like a Mortal Kombat character. Yeah, like Scorpion or something. Not even a Scorpion. <laughs> he looks like a Quan Chi or something. <laughs> it's like you open up the, the, the what's it called the the, the, the choose your fighter so, character select screen uh-huh. for Mortal Kombat and to the theme you just see Diego Costa's face when he's like google this Diego Costa grabbing Martin Skrtle's face that face he had that's the character select screen for Diego Costa don't at me bro Mortal Kombat 11 coming out soon <laughs> oh dude I can't wait for that game I know um but speaking back to to Premier League and uh I did also go, like I mentioned, to that Liverpool versus Everton yeah, game. Yeah, I forgot to ask, how how was that game? I mean, oh, Merseyside Derby, they, they go ham for that. They were crazy, and the fans were nonstop. I was nonstop with them. I was a Liverpool fan for the day because of my boy Mo Salah. Um, and I do admit that I bought a Mohamed Salah jersey that day. So You should have just bought an Egypt Mohamed Salah jersey, man. Why you got to waste your money? It's surprising that they didn't have any. Um, you gotta waste your money on that uh, on that Liverpool garbage, liver trash, um, Lawler pool. I can't wait till they not win the league. Oh just my God. because, like, even if the darling, the, the darlings of the English media, uh, all football media, Liverpool never woke alone. Club <laughs> number one. <laughs> Boom. Let me, uh, <laughs> let me tell you, they definitely don't sound like that because they did actually capture some of "You'll Never Walk Alone" at Anfield. And uh, I do want to uh, hit play just so you guys can get a, a, a I preview can't, I can't, I can't, of I can't. what the atmosphere is like over there. Here it is. They can YouTube this shit, man. What no, no. <laughs> I remember getting 
tingles and chills up my spine when I when I heard that because literally not one person was sitting down and everybody was screaming. Yeah, everyone. Uh, one thing I'll give Liverpool fans is that they 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 really get into it. And that atmosphere, I could now that I was there, I could you know people obviously can argue it, but that might be the greatest atmosphere. I, there's no arguing there because a lot of like the big clubs now, yeah, they're just so bombarded with tourists exactly. going there because it's 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 something like to do. Or you have like these, it, it, what's it called? Like these people who just don't give a shit about their game about yeah. the game. They just go. They just go to for like the, to check the experience out. Check the stuff. experience, and the whole time they're on their phone, and they they they've shown this too. Yeah, exactly. Like, but that just doesn't just just that just doesn't go to any soccer game. Just mm-hmm. not. It's not limited to soccer. Yeah. Every sport now. Correct. Like I'm watching a baseball game, and I remember. I forgot what it was. I think it I forgot the teams that it was, but it was random. It was a random game I was watching, and these group of girls mm. were basically on their phones. And just taking they just Snapchats t- and stuff. Yeah, literally. They're all taking Snapchats, and the commentators were just crapping on them. I'm sure. Yeah, because it, it's, you're supposed to be in the game, people, if you're a fan. No, but like, and this is a big problem with like teams like Manchester City, Man United, yeah. and Chelsea. I'll, a lot of the real fans, like, and I was watching this, and even Spurs at Wembley because yeah. it's a big stadium. They just need to sell tickets. Yeah. I, I was just, I was watching this. On, I forgot it was on BBC or something. Mm-hmm. It was on YouTube as well. So, a lot of these old school fans can't afford to, for the season tickets or to go to games anymore mm-hmm. because of the inflated rates. Yeah, and it's just oh, they always just sell to fans. So it, yep. it takes away the experience from actual Chelsea fans who live and die for the club who were there, mm-hmm. like for. For like whether you're a Chelsea fan, like during the dark eight, like during the days when they were in yep. tier two, like tier three. Yep. Same with Manchester City. Mm-hmm. Same with Man United. The fans that were there bef- before the Fergie days. Yeah. And the first few years of Fergie when he was obviously trash. Yep. So it's like it takes away from takes away from all those fans. It, 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 that's what sucks, you know. Like and you know when I was in uh, England, we were staying a uh, couple of days in Southampton, so we were trying to get uh, Southampton versus Manchester United tickets at St. Mary's because we were around during that time. Um, and it was pretty much impossible to get Southampton versus Manchester United tickets, but it was a piece of cake to get like Southampton versus like Burnley the next week. Yeah. So because of the, it's a big team that's coming, you know, to a smaller club, like it takes away from the, it takes away from like the true fans that like, unless you're a season ticket holder that has like, so much history and buying purchases and stuff. Yeah, you're not getting a ticket. Yeah, so it's, it sucks it's crazy. Them. I don't know what how what they could do to change it, but regardless, my England trip was awesome. Everybody, you guys should go out to your favorite club, whether it's soccer, football, golf, Tiger Woods. I don't really care. <laughs> Just go experience it if you have a passion for it, because that was unbelievable. Speaking of fanhood and fandom, let me tell you about a different breed of fans. While you're out. Enjoying the atmosphere during uh-huh. the uh, all those games, <laughs> all those games. You it was during when you were at the Crystal Palace West Ham game. Uh-huh. I was watching the Cringe Fest that was NBC Fan Fest. For those of you that don't know what NBC Fan Fest is, every year at South Street Seaports, NBC Sports will stream all the Premier League games and they'll have just a whole big festival with like with everyone coming in. You have legends coming in. They actually had Adam Richmond who came out as a Jew, as a as a Spurs fan. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> And he was talking about how he, he's a huge Spurs fan. Hmm. So, and he was talking about how like he loved the he loved the club during the dark ages and everything, which is pretty cool of him. Uh, they had and they had other. They had, I don't. I didn't see too many legends actually, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But a lot of they interviewed a lot of different fans from Walks of Life. Like they interviewed this one guy mm-hmm. who was a Manchester City fan 
from the 90s mm-hmm. when they were in the third tier. And he's like saying legends I never heard about. So I'm just like, yo, honestly, that yo, good for good for you, man. Good on you. Uh, like more power to you. And then there were fans. There was this one guy. He's like, I've been a Leicester City fan since the transfer of Jeff of Jeffrey Schlupp. <laughs> I'm just looking at there. So, so, so I would understand if you got into it during the miracle season. Yeah, I would have let that slide. Wait, he said Leicester. Yeah. First of all, Jeffrey Schlupp is on Crystal Palace. Yeah, when he left. Oh, when he left. Okay, when he left. <laughs> when he left. Yeah, he used to play for Leicester. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm just looking at there like, did you really hate Jeff? Did you personally – I have so many questions. Yeah. Did you personally know the guy? Yeah. <laughs> did you did, did you hate him so much that you weren't a lesser fan? You waited for him to leave? Like, I, uh, even, even if so, like if you're a true fan, like you're not going to like a player to do with the club. Like you're not going to like their playing style. Shouldn't yeah. prevent you from being a fan. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I That was one. And then there was this other one. Like I understand if you're interviewing a little kid – like probably five years old, seven years old, yeah. eight years old, and they have no idea what to talk about. But it's okay because it's cute. Yeah. They interviewed this girl who was probably like a freshman in high school. Uh-huh. She's like, I'm a Tottenham fan. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, gosh. She's going to say like Harry Kane or Dali Ali is cute or something. I'm just <laughs> waiting for it. And then she gave an even worse reason. What? She was just like, I just like the way the team looks. Like, what do you mean by the looks? The playing style? The fluidity of the pole passing? Yeah. The, the scores? And then she's just umming and eyeing the whole time. And I couldn't just hear it anymore. And then like... That's not a Spurs fan for you folks. And then there was this one instance where they're just showing fans' reactions to goals. Mm-hmm. And in came the game you were at that day. Which one? The Crystal Palace West Ham, uh, West Ham one. Mm-hmm. All right. I get, let's go, I get it. Crystal Palace and West Ham, they probably don't have the biggest fandoms yeah. here in New York City. Um, There were probably like... From the TV screen I was watching, there's probably like six Crystal, pa- pa- fa- uh, Crystal Palace fans. Uh-huh. They probably looked like British expats and about <laughs> 10 West Ham fans. Oh, man. There's this one dude in particular that caught my attention that had the best reactions. Uh-oh. So every time – they'd show the fans' reactions every time. Like this is during the replays, not during the game, just so everyone knows. Mm-hmm. And like when Rebecca Lowe is just narrating the reactions of the fans and the action, what's happening on the screen mm-hmm. – this one, this one guy, tall as hell, lanky. Mm. He's very, very like in Arabic what we call halban, which means like I guess like like uh, hopeless. <laughs> yeah, <kind> of. <laughs> this hopeless looking dude, and he what's it called? He has he's younger than my father. He's probably a few years older than me, mm-hmm. but he has more gray hairs than my father, who's a whopping fifty eight. Uh huh. And this dude is like the whole time. Every time someone would miss or get fouled, he. He'd wail his arms and everything. He was into it, man. I felt it. Huh. I felt the best part is when they finally got a goal towards the end. Their second Crystal Palace got their second yeah. goal. This guy jumps like Dave Chappelle going, <laughs> like, like he's just jumping and like he clicks his heels and everything. Uh-huh. And he just like he lands like a ninja on the ground. Like, and he's like has his fist out, like he's like in like per- doing a soccer slide on the field. Yeah, <laughs> like and and the and the commentators were just like that were Rebecca Lowe and Robbie Musto and Robbie yeah. Earl that when they were narrating it, they, they were just it. cracking up. <laughs> and like, you know, you know what's funny and ironic? I mean, it has nothing to do with that fan, but the player that scored that goal was Jeffrey Schlupp. Oh, from the earlier thing. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Jeffrey Schlupp scored that goal for Crystal Palace, the same celebration that you were talking about. It's funny. But uh, yeah, yeah, man. It's uh it was it was uh it was awesome to go on the trip and hilarious about those fans that you, you were know, watching. On honestly, TV. honestly, I was thinking about going to Fan Fest. Mm-hmm. I'm glad. Glad that you didn't. Two reasons. Mm-hmm. One, expensive as hell. Uh-huh. Two, that day was 
Yo, New York City weather is. I don't know what happened to the month of December, in New York City. Yeah, but it's it's gone from like bad to worse. Mm-hmm. Like we we have like days where it's like fifty degrees and days like thirty degrees. This was like a twenty degree day. Yep, I was not going outside, but overall, it was a good day of Premier League football. War we'll, we'll get to later. Yo, but first, Anton, what? I, I hate to interrupt you, but I, I think it's time. What time for what? What what are you doing? Like. I don't get this. You're not doing this. I'm doing it. All right. Whatever, man. I, I give up. It's time. It is time for my favorite topic, the good old, the beloved Champions League. And Harkin, we closed the book. On the group stage of the oh, Champions League. Oh, man, what a group stage it has been for a few teams. And man, Heartbreak for an entire league. Heartbreak for an entire league. And that league, I'm sure you guys know, is Serie A. Because what a nightmare week for them. Roma, who already, luckily, not luckily, who are already through and I think believe got second in their group. They did get second in their group. Are through, but lost to Pleasant, I believe it was. Of all teams. Of all teams, Pleasant. Uh... Inter Milan, who all they that was heartbreaking. Who all they had to do was just better Tottenham's uh, score or t- better Tottenham's result, which and they were playing at home to PSV Eindhoven. So they you should, would, that was a so game you, they should have. So won. you would think that they were better Tottenham's result, which we had Barcelona away from home in the Camp Nou. Mind you, yes, Barcelona didn't play their A team, and Messi came on in the second half, but they still started players like Coutinho. And Dembele, who are very dangerous. True, true. And Rakitic. So it wasn't really a B team. Um, all they had to do was better Tottenham's result, and they didn't get it done. Thank God for Lucas Mora because he saved us with that 85th minute goal to tie it up, which made it 1 1 for Barca and Tottenham, and 1 1. The other game was Inter and PSV. And that barely got us through by the skin of our teeth. And man, am I happy about it because I think we only had one point going after three games played and i'm like man there's no way we're getting out of this group now we made it out i'm waiting for monday for the draw to see and i'm licking my lips i'm hoping it's a good team because i think now that we got out of a group of death and in that position i think we could get into the quarterfinals this year i'm hyped you never know i'm hyped you never know you could draw at atletico madrid you could draw we could i could draw we could draw a lot of teams best case scenario even though i'm not underestimating them because they did win their group is Porto. Porto would be pretty reasonable. All right. You know? Um, but speaking, continuing about Serie A, another team that made it through and topped their group but lost is Juventus. Yeah, you know, Juventus. And also, we just want to shout out that this is the first Champions League mm-hmm. in, I don't know how many, since the 2009 season, where Ronaldo did not score more than one goal in the group stage. Really? Yeah. He only scored one this group stage. Only scored one this group stage. Huh. They did. Fair, to be fair to them, they did have a somewhat difficult group with Manchester United and Valencia. I mean, people will be like, "Oh, Valencia's average, and Manchester United aren't doing that good." But in the Champions League, anything can happen. Um, especially, you know, I remember that game when it was in uh, Turin, and Manchester United went, and everyone's like, "Oh, all right, Juve home game. You know, they'll take it." Manchester United won that game. I mean, they didn't really do much. Yeah. I remember we mentioned on a couple other, a few podcasts ago. 
They are hanging on by the skin of their teeth. Oh, oh Man United? Mourinho. Mourinho, that's true. That's true. But hey, man, they're through, they're through the knockout stages. Um, another, but another team that's not moving on is Napoli. That was that another was, heartbreak. That was another heartbreak because going into game six, they were topping the group with nine points. And now they are third and out and into the Europa League with yes. nine points. So And they, did not, they only lost one game. Meanwhile, you have dirtbag teams like PSG topping the group. They, they lost one game. Meanwhile, teams like Liverpool lost three and made it I hate Liverpool. Liverpool. I hate them so much. See, but my question is, how come Liverpool went through? Because according to this, I think it's actually I, – I figured out why. Goal differential. Goal differential. They both have plus two, but – Liverpool got nine goals for and seven goals against. Meanwhile, Napoli only got seven goals for. And I guess five that would goals be the against. best. Yeah, the best. I think that's the only reason why. Because even if they do a head-to-head, like between Liverpool and Napoli, Napoli beat them in Italy one-zero, and Liverpool beat them in Anfield at Anfield one-zero. So even that was tied. So I think just because Liverpool scored more goals, it's that. De- <sighs> It was it's crazy, crazy. Napoli group. just can't capitalize, man. I I, I wanted I was ruined for them so bad, and they just can't capitalize, man. It's so irritating. It was it was unexpected and a bad week for for Serie A. Uh, another team, even not even in the Champions League, which we'll move on to, is AC Milan. AC Milan, they were in prime position to move on to the group sta- the the knockout stages of the Europa League, and all they had to do was. Either tie the game, win the game, or not lose by a score of, I believe it was 2-0 or 3-1 to Olympiacos. And they lost 3-1 in their out. All the teams you lose to Olympiacos. But Olympiacos is, is I, I mean, it, it, was, it was in Greece. So, like, you know that their friends were going to give it their all and the team was going to push. But still. to have all those options and still not do it, man, I'm sorry, Syria. But after this week, it's like a, you need to regroup. It's, it's still it's still a work in progress. It's still a work in progress. It's still it's still Juventus's league until like these teams like Inter and Napoli like and shit. Roma well, and, and put their foot on the gas. Yeah. Well, Inter got uh, Giuseppe Marotta in. Yes, I he know. was the guy who's credited for rebuilding Juve- uh, rebuilding uh, Juventus. So and give I, them time. Yeah, give, give them time. time and they'll be back. But going back onto this Champions League, man. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about groups that weren't talked about. For example, the group with Porto. Yeah. Iker Casillas. Yep. Do they got 16 solid points from that yes, group. Yes, just he 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 his saves. Like he he's he's not what he was. No. But he's still in fine form. He's still a vital part. It's like it's like saying like, you know, uh, who wouldn't want to have Buffon in their team, yeah, you know? Exactly. Just because they're agent doesn't mean that they, you know, they're they're going to I shit. think this is an expected group though. Porto and Schalke. Um I was expecting more of Galatasaray actually. I mean, Schalke is uh, actually Schalke is actually doing poor, crap, very poor, poor in, the, the, in the Bundesliga. They're like 13th place right now. So to get, I mean, maybe they're they're just better in cup competitions. You never know. Yeah. Uh, another another really good group was uh, the one that finished with Bayern first and Ajax second. Ajax, man, I expected I was, also more I, from Benfica. I expected Ajax to go into the Europa League, but yeah. you know what? I'm happy for them. More power to them. Exactly, and you never know. Depending on who they. Uh, they draw. They could even make it to the quarterfinals. Yeah, and maybe That'd a fairy, maybe maybe a fairy 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 tale. Uh, you know, storyline yeah. with them going into the semis or something. Uh, if if it's two small teams in Champions League final, I'm okay with that. Like, yeah, you never know. You I never mean, know. and plus, like Ajax back in the day, like back in the days when our dads were in, when our fathers were both in like diapers. That like Ajax was a powerhouse. Oh uh, yeah, oh yeah. 
So that it's nice to see them that they're you know probably pushing starting through. to go back to their old ways. Yeah. Group uh, F, Group F, Man City topping it. That wasn't a surprise. I was expecting. I was expecting Shakhtar to go through because yeah, it was a battle between Shakhtar and Lyon because Lyon's very inconsistent. Yeah, and and also all Shakhtar needed to do was beat Lyon at home, and they were for majority of the game. And I think in the second half, their main man Fakir slaughtered slaughtered home beautiful goal. I don't know if you saw it, um, which gave them the point that needed them to advance. So Lyon also, I, I think maybe like some of the bigger teams are looking at like. The second place teams are saying, "Hey, if we get Leon, that'll be maybe an easy, uh, easy way into the yeah. quarterfinals." But and you never know. You never know. Roma, Real Madrid. I mean, sorry, Real Madrid, Roma in first and second, respectively. That also, I mean, given the points now, if they happened earlier, it could have been anyone's group. Yeah. But uh, but Real Madrid topped it. Roma second. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens with the draw. Uh, group H also that was already determined. It was just to see who was um, gonna finish first. And both teams couldn't really take advantage of their yeah. Juventus and Man United just they just both played horribly. Yeah, that, they played group. hard. Juventus, Juventus. That was lost. the group of death. No, not no. I. I think that no. was the second group of death. The first group of death, excuse me, was the Napoli, uh, Napoli Liverpool, and uh, no, I think actually this is the third because I really, think, I think the Spurs group was very difficult too. Barca, Tottenham, uh, PSV, and Inter. You know what it is? This one had the most groups of death. Yeah, th- this had like three or four very very solid groups. Yeah. Uh, and another group that we didn't mention was Dortmund uh, Atletico because they already uh, knew that they were going through. But Monaco just completely crapped the bad man. Monaco like, was, I think, the worst team in the Champions League this year. You know, they were. They, they no, only got no one wins. point. One no point wins. Just in, one draw and games. five losses. Oh, man. And Dortmund actually topped the group, which might be an advantage for them with Atletico coming in second. So we yeah. could see some like Real Madrid versus Atletico. Oh, actually, that can't happen. That can't happen. You can't, the draw, you can't, you can't draw, draw against to, the, yeah. the same country. But uh, man, Champions League. Wh- who who do you? Wh- if you were to see the, the round of sixteen, what matchups do you think will happen, and you know who do you think will come out of them on top? Just to make sure, it can only be a first place team versus a second place team, Correct. right? Correct, and not from the same uh, country. Not from the same country. So I would say, probably, for the sake of just because it's always the way it is, I could see a Barcelona Liverpool. Oh man! I mean, we had a Chelsea Liverpool in the round of sixteen last year. Yeah, we could get a Barcelona Liverpool. Mm-hmm. We could also get uh, Bayern and Tottenham. Yep, that could be a great tie. Yeah, we could get an Atleti PS uh, Atleti PSG game. Mm-hmm. So the sky's the limit for what's going on. Yep, uh, I w- I actually think that we're gonna get Tottenham. We're gonna get one of the German teams. You I think, think so? I think we're gonna get Bayern or Dortmund. And imagine you guys get Juventus again. I'd laugh. Oh man, don't get me guys, started. Can you guys get Juventus. You guys, you guys didn't tell. You guys, get, you, wait. You guys got second place in the group. We got second place. You guys can get Real Madrid. I know. I, those are the teams that I don't want. Yeah. I would rather if I were, if we were to verse a top tier team, I'd rather reverse either Porto or like maybe uh, one of the German teams because I think we could you know give it our all and uh, and get past them into the quarterfinals, but. You never know. We gotta wait until Monday, man. I'm anxious. It's gonna be an interesting draw. You know, you know, you, you guys, Chelsea, man. Chelsea has to be in this competition, man. It's it's like a shame not second to say, season in three years that we haven't done this shit. It's, it's kind of a shame not to be saying Chelsea in the group stage of the Champions League. You know what you know? it is? I think it's a combination of actually a few things that like Chelsea is still kind of in the rebuilding and like the, yeah, like we're still rebuilding. We're still rebuilding. You guys are still rebuilding, but. Not only that of the poor form, but like 
of the good form of other teams. Yeah. Like Tottenham was never in the picture of the Champions League a few years back. Yeah. That's now- why, like, you know, the top fourth for them was like, you know, wow, a miracle. A miracle. Now we're constantly in the top four. So teams like Chelsea and Arsenal and maybe even Manchester United. Here's the thing. The, the Chelsea they slept. slept. Exactly. They slept. The board slept. The board fucked up. The board kept overpaying for hack players. Trash Yoko. Morata's <laughs> beginning to look more and more like a hack now. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what's up with the guy. I'm tired of giving, I'm tired of defending him. Mm-hmm. Like, we're buying players we're not using. Like, what was the point of spending all that money on Emerson? What was the point of spending all that money on Zappacosta if we're not rotating them properly? Correct. We have youth academy players that are waiting to break through, and we're losing them to big clubs. We're, we're, look what happened to Salah. Look what happened to De Bruyne. Mm-hmm. Look what happened to Lukaku. Yep. Crazy. Crazy. Like, 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 it's, like getting to, it's getting to the point where the club has to not only fix its identity, mm-hmm. but fix its fucking finances. <laughs> Who the fuck is allowing to pay all this shit for crap players? Uh-huh. We got ripped off for Zapacosta. That, mother, that dude was a panic buy. Oh, man. Like, the only good piece of business I could say was Ross Barkley for 8 mil. Eight or eight to twelve mil from Everton. I forgot the number. It was in between that range. Yeah, my boy John Cena put it in work. Mister Steal Your Girl. <laughs> Sometimes, man, the, the the cheap buys are the ones that surprise everybody. Yeah, no, for real, they like, are. They are. Like we got Lucas Mora January last year for I think like twenty five mil. That was a steal for you guys. Steal, steal because he wasn't doing. He wasn't playing on. We're PS- putting PSG. too much faith into Hazard. Mm. We're giving. Players like William have too much power. Like, I, I think you're starting to develop a real hatred for uh, our friend William here. I like William. Don't uh-huh. get me wrong. He just had makes. He's been making so many stupid decisions and letting his emotions get the better of him. Uh-huh. Like the whole 2017 season with Conte, he let his emotions get the better of him. Yeah. Like, oh, you don't get along with the coach. Play the game. You're you're detrimenting everyone else. Crazy. It's crazy how. Um... How they're not in the Champions League, but we'll be back next year. We'll I think back. I think you guys will finish top four this year. I hope so, man. If Sa- if Sari could fix what's going on with this team because of the inconsistencies, like we can't win, beat Man uh, Fulham, lose to Wolves, then beat Man City. Yeah, finally somebody beat Man City. Thank yeah, you guys yeah, for that. yeah. You're welcome. You're, by the way, you're welcome, assholes. <laughs> but you, where's the consistency? Yeah, I don't want to depend on Hazard every game. Yeah, I get it. He's one of the best players in the world. But there's going to come a time where we're not going to be able to re-sign Hazard and he's going to go off. He's going to leave. Yeah. What? What then? I, I could personally say, like, being a Spurs fan, we have the better overall team. No, they do. They, they, they Not the better overall team. The most balanced team. The ba- balance. Like, we have very good players in each position. Like Exactly. You guys lack and like, you know, uh, I mean, you guys have a solid left back. We have like, a solid midfield. Yeah. Center backs are do are decent. Yeah, uh, you're missing a, wi- a, a right winger and a striker, in my opinion. Yeah, we are missing a right winger, and a striker. I, I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. I would rather bench William and mm-hmm. play Pedro because Pedro actually has the I, the acumen to play Sari ball. Yeah, because it's it's a poor man's tiki taka. You, you you say it in every episode. It's so funny. <laughs> here's the thing with 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 here's the difference between Pedro and William. Uh huh. William dribbles the ball too much. And tries to do that Brazilian flair, uh-huh. and he takes too much time to pass the ball if he's cornered. He's trying to go for that what Brazilian wonder goal. Oh, Brazil, Forca, <laughs> Ronaldinho. Ah! He's trying to go for that. You guys- While Pedro, uh-huh. okay, if I don't have an opening, I'll pass to someone. Pass, pass, pass. He has yeah. that Pep Guardiola mentality, and it's like if you don't, if you're pressured, pass the fucking ball or you're benched. Exactly. 
And he's been doing that ever since Sari came. And Pedro even Pedro and Fabregas complimented Sari on his training methods because it was so similar to Guardiola. Yep. And, and not not only that, like I think all you got you need to do is be patient until the summer because I think you guys are gonna get Christian Pulisic. Here's what I'm worried about. We get Pulisic, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Then what, what's what's gonna happen? You guys are no good. Do good. No, 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 no. Amazing player. <laughs> I get if. Worst case, do I'm going to talk doomsday scenario. Okay. Say Hazard doesn't sign. Uh-huh. And he leaves. leaves. I'd be okay with Callum Hudson Odoi. Uh-huh. And if we get Pulisic on the right. Wingers, uh, young wingers that build them up. Exactly. But don't expect much from them because they're still young. Exactly. So but the you thing is, to... I want to win now. Uh-huh. That's my thing. So... And now, but I don't want to lose Callum Hudson Odoi because now Bayern is looking at him as a long-term replacement to, to... Ribery. Ribery. When I read that report today, I'm just like shit in my pants. I'm like, that they're looking for the next Sancho. Yeah. We don't we all remember what happened to Jaden Sancho, folks. Yeah. Pep wanted him to wait. He's like, nah, son, I'm walking. Yep. The main man on Dortmund now. Exactly. I don't want that to happen again. Yeah. I don't want that to happen to Chelsea. I've had my heart broken too <laughs> many times. Salah, yeah. De Bruyne, Lukaku. <laughs> who else? Those are the big three. <laughs> no, the big there's a there's a there's a fourth one. Costa. Yep. <laughs> the filthy snake Courtois. Yep. Ho- Peace. Hopefully not hazard. <laughs> yeah. I can't I can't take this heartbreak anymore, man. I know. I mean, but but listen, I think Chelsea have a good enough squad to not only finish in top four, but to push and even try to win Europa League again like they did a few years ago. I could I'll be okay with the Europa League win. Yeah, because even if you guys mess up in the in the league and let's say get fifth. For example, and you win Europa League, you're in the Champions League because that's the you know the prize. Yeah. Besides, obviously, that beautiful Europa League trophy, you're in the Champions yeah. League. Yeah. Here's what I want for next year: mm-hmm. if we don't sign David Luiz because he has his contract expires and they want to, he doesn't want to sign if he's only get offered a one year contract. He wants a three year contract. Mm-hmm. I'd be okay with a rotate with Rudiger being the main center back mm-hmm. and a rotation between Ampadu, Christensen. Mm-hmm. And hopefully Zuma comes back. Zuma comes back from loan. Yep. I'd be totally okay and happy with it because I'm open to the idea of building a young Chelsea because I'm tired of depending on 30 year olds. Yeah. <laughs> Put the captaincy on Hazard uh-huh. or Aspie. Yep. Aspie's a fantastic captain. <laughs> He's a fantastic captain. We got my boy Marcus Alonso on the left. Yep. We got my boy Aspie on the right. Rudiger and uh, pair him up with somebody. Pair him up with one of those three I mentioned. Yep. You got Jorginho in the middle. Mm-hmm. My boy Cena. Yep. My boy Kante. I don't care if we keep Kovacic or not. Yeah. I'd rather keep I'd rather you, get you, rid of Kovacic and bring back Mason Mount from Derby County. He's a better version of Kovacic and he's younger. But if if you guys keep Kovacic for like another like two years until that kid develops, I think that's a better move. But re- regardless We're stacked on mid, but we're gonna have to if, I'm okay with keeping Kovacic if we sell Fabregas to Milan like all the reports are saying. Maybe, maybe, but reg- regardless of if you guys you know do that or not, I still think Chelsea have a good enough squad to go far in the Europa League, and the Europa League now is actually pretty stacked. Watch, we're gonna because Napoli and Inter got dra- knocked to the Europa League. Uh-huh. Watch, Chelsea's gonna draw Napoli because narrative and Sherry comes home. Yeah, well, you never know. It's all about money talks. And Carlo, right? Carlo comes to back to Chelsea. Like, oh god, money yeah. talks, my friend. Oh god, I'm gonna, I'm gonna puke. But there's, there's big names in the, in the yeah. Europa League. There's Arsenal. There's Chelsea. There's Inter. There's Napoli. There's Bayer Leverkusen. Uh, there's Lazio. 
there's a there's like maybe eight or ten teams that could go all out and win it. So uh, keep your eyes out, folks, on the Europa League. And it's, don't it's, sleep it's interesting. On it. Like last year, I, I I watched it last year and when Atletico won it, and uh, a team you know a team that's not doing so hot now, Marseille made it to the final. So it was a good match. It was a good match, yeah. Um, but once actually. Uh, Paye came out of that match because he got injured. It was kind of like Salah and Liverpool when yeah, their was, main they, man was, got they, they injured. Just, they, guess the, they lost they, their they spark. They got screwed, yeah. yeah. But, uh, but yeah, definitely keep your eyes on the Europa League because uh, it's going to be just as entertaining as the Champions League, yep. my friends. Um, moving on. No more Champions League. No more Europa League. Let's move on to the Premier League. Premier League preview, my friends. Well, we want to talk results first from the last game. Oh, yeah. I'm down for the results. Yeah. Mo Salah, Mo Salah, Liverpool four, Bournemouth zero. As Bournemouth put on a toothless a- attempt at this to stop Mo Salah from scoring a beautiful hat trick, especially that third goal where he's just toying with. What's them. up with his celebrations, man? He's like bad boy Salah. Now. He's like, just he's, like looking at the crowd. He's like, look at the, that's right. Yeah, that's right. That's why. That's why I scored that. My, my my dad commented on it the other day. He's like, Antonio, I don't think this is uh, right. What the Salah is doing. I think he has to, you know, go back to his old ways. I was like, Dad, like, he's just thinking that he's the man. Like, he wants the fame He's letting fame. Him. He's letting fame get to his head. That's what I think is happening. No, I think he want, he's doing that to, like, make sure that the fans are still on his side because, like, he had a poor start to the season and now he's like, yo, I'm scoring hat-tricks is, and I getting it. you guys through the Champions League I called group it, stage. Though. I called it. He's not going to be as prolific as last season. Everyone's like, hey, man. Right now, he's because of that hat trick. He's joint top goal scorer with Aubameyang. So you never know. You never we're, know. We're only like what fourteen game, sixteen game weeks in. So you never know. You never know. You're right. Friend. You're right. It's not as prolific, but I think he's gonna get close to maybe like twenty eight goals. That's pretty. That's fair. Arsenal. Arsenal. Are they going back to their Arsenal ways? They only got one past Huddersfield. And it was a late goal, too. It was a nice bicycle kick. I it think was, from, from Lucas Torreira. Yeah, that was a nice bicycle <laughs> kick. That was a little showboating. He could have easily like just flicked it in. Yeah, he was like I... two yards out and decided to do a bicycle kick. But yeah. f- fair play to the kid because uh, I actually like him. He's a good yeah, he's player. He's a good player. But like, is good Arsenal, player. I'm just hoping that Arsenal's done with that sexy football phase and they could go back to sucking again. I hope so, too, because Unai Emre is a good coach and he's doing some good rebuilding. He's not so. good. He's not good. He, he's his disaster hey man, 22, PSG. 22 games on beating run, man. Okay, but his disaster, that was PSG. Yeah, that when Barca came back <laughs> 5-0 or whatever the crazy Disaster, was. that was the project called PSG. And Maymar comes in and just ruins his life. Oh, Even though man. they won the league, they just ruins his life. Screw Arsenal. Uh, Cardiff winning at home against Southampton. Oh, man. Southampton uh, actually uh, sacked Mark Hughes and they yeah. got this new... Uh, Coach Ralph Hassenhutel. Yeah, I have no idea who that guy is, but I was surprised they sacked him. I mean, Mark Hughes, he's just... Mark Hughes is average for me, man. He, like, he's okay with, like, he was with the bringing right... teams up from, like, a relegated position. But if he starts off like that, like, he's screwed. I said this a very long time ago. Mm-hmm. Mark Hughes is better off as a scout. Yeah. He has an eye for talent. He knows how to identify players. He's like, he's like Claudio Ranieri. Yeah. He's, he ha- he knows how to identify talent. He knows the attributes and the best positions for his skills. He just can't get a game plan together. Correct. And I think his future should be just a scout. No more. No more no, coaching. Yeah. Uh, and Southampton, that coach that they got in was, uh, I think he's the one that uh, rebuilt RB Leipzig because nobody really heard of them. Yeah. And he's the one that got him into the Europa League and stuff like that. All so right. I think they're trying to do something similar with Southampton. It's um, going to take some time, but. Yeah. West Ham Crystal Palace. I spoke about that earlier. I was actually at that game, which was crazy. Now that I'm reading out on the freaking computer screen, uh, Chelsea two, Manchester City zero. You're welcome. You're welcome. It's you're welcome. Yeah, thanks. Listen, you're welcome. 
because even it helped Spurs out because now we're now we're in third. You're welcome. But, uh, but what a what a game for for Chelsea. I think it was more like you guys got the perfect plan on knowing how to shut City down. Yeah. And at the same time, you took your opportunities when you had them. That's All how you I'm have to say is Aspi made Leroy Sané his bitch. Meanwhile, Leroy Sané in the Champions League went off. Yeah. So, uh, and, and he fell. And he fell. Yo. I'm liking this new bad boy phase in the Premier League. And yeah. Golo Kante scores a goal. He never scores more than one goal a season. Yeah. Scores two. Scores two. He scores two for the Mo season. Salah with the bad, badass celebrations. And Golo Kante is a sweetheart, though. He's going to hug everyone, but he's like, he's bad boy Kante. I mean, like, he, he doesn't follow the rules. Like, he, what's it called? Like, he, he doesn't do what Sarri, well, he didn't do what Sarri wanted him to do. Uh-huh. But now, he's even doing more of what he wants to do. Yep. But, uh. I was surprised when he scored. I flipped shit when he scored the goal. Like yeah. I was surprised. It was good timing too. It was close to the half, no? Yeah, it was close to the end of the half, and he scored the goal. And I was just bugging because I expe- sure. I walked in this game either expecting a repeat of what happened last season. One zero. One zero. De Bruyne. You know, yeah. Some some wonder goal. Well, yeah. I was just glad De Bruyne wasn't back to haunt us. Yeah. Uh, Aguero was out too, so I was happy about. It. I was more worried about Raheem Sterling. Mm-hmm. Because he's been in good form too. Yeah, and he's he's considered the best player in the Premier League right now. I mean, yeah. Well, I I, uh, I disagree. I disagree too. He Raheem Sterling looks like he, he runs like a prostitute running away from the cops. Don't say that. He looks like <laughs> oh a prostitute running away from the cops. I apologize, folks. <laughs> the, uh, another big win for Wolves. Well, I'm not done talking about Chelsea yet. Oh, I'm, I gotta talk about my team, baby. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I gotta talk about take my team. I take it back. Talk about my team. Damn. Damn. Slow down. But yeah, here's my thing about what's it called. He, and that David Luiz goal. Mm-hmm. Like, at first, he made too many runs uh-huh. into the box. He left his position, and I'm just like, they're going to score. They're going to score. They're going to score. Yeah. Sterling's going to come, and he's going he's gonna to rape us all. He's mm-hmm. gonna, he, he's just going to kill us. He's just going to murder us. Oh, God. Oh, God. It's happening again. Like, flashbacks of Nam were going through my head. <laughs> and then, like, he would run back, and I'd be like, okay, good, good, good. Yeah. And then it was then, one point we got the corner. And then at is- first, it was him and Barkley that were – I'm like, him and Barkley like, – because it looked like they were about to collide heads. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to hit Barkley and just, just jump off over the crossbar. Yeah. And I'm like, nothing's going to happen. We're going to go back. David Luiz scores. And I'm just like, yo! With that. <laughs> that big, that was, uh, that was a good, uh, nice voice. Si- that big, uh, big fro came in. Sideshow Bob with the clutch. Yep. Big fro coming in clutch. And that slide, him and John Cena, they slid in like perfect symbiosis. Like, and then they got up at the same time. I was like, some style with yeah it. for real for real and that just that i was nervous i think i was just as nervous as sari because that whole game mm-hmm. even when we were two up yep. sari was chewing his cigarettes more than normal i'm sure he was <laughs> but uh but good, great win for chelsea uh i want to see how manchester city respond this week um again like i was saying wolves getting another victory they beat you guys the week before and now they beat newcastle at home 2-1 Everton Watford tying in a 2-2 game, not bad. My boy Spurs winning 2-0 away at Leicester, which I thought that game was going to trouble us actually, because we always have trouble at the King Power Stadium yeah. for some reason. So uh, and we scored at good times. Sun scored a beautiful goal, like literally at the 45th minute, right before the half. And then um, I forgot who uh, who scored the second to finish it up. I think oh Deli Ali, Deli Ali actually sc- scored his 50th uh, goal for Tottenham. And it was identical to his first goal for Tottenham. It was, I believe, in the same goal uh, against the same team, Leicester, at the same stadium. And everything was the same. It was across from, like, the left side of the box. Yeah. And he does this, like, diving header into the corner, and it looked the same. So I'm like, that's kind of weird. But props to Deli Ali, 50th goal for Spurs. Uh, 
Tottenham on their way up in the league. I'm, I'm liking, I'm liking it into the Champions League. That pretty like much it. saved our season. I don't like it, Mo. I like it, Mo. I don't like it, Mo. So that was pretty much all the results that happened uh, last week. Moving on. To well, we got this. we talk about Man United. I mean, they won four one against Fulham. It's I mean, uh, it's, it should be expected of them. I mean, it should be expected of them. Uh I'm worried about Fulham. I don't want to start firing Ranieri yet. I want him to stay a while. Oh, no, he's what third three games in charge. They have to give him until the end of the season. I think where it's going to matter the most is Fulham's home games. If they don't pick up points and wins from their home games, then they're going to get dropped down. Because and there are away games, especially against the big teams like Manchester United and City and yeah. Everton and not Everton and Chelsea and you know Spurs. All these teams, they're gonna have a very good difficult time getting a point true, away from true. The, away from home. True. So their home games are gonna be crucial. Um, moving on to match day seventeen, Man City Everton at the Etihad. What do you think? Two zero. Two zero Man City. I think Everton is just gonna park the bus that game. They probably will, but they do have some. A counter-attacking prowess. Our, uh, what's his name? Walcott. Theo Walcott and Richarlison. Yep. So, so you know they could they could pick up a point from that game. Yeah. Has Richarlison been continuing to play up top, or is he back in the number ten role? No, I think he's playing up top. I think he's playing up top with uh, Sigurdsson in the number ten. Yeah. Role. So yeah, I mean, poor Cheng Toson, man. Yeah. Uh, Crystal Palace versus Leicester. I think Leicester is going to win that. They should. Yeah. Two. I think it's going to be a two-one game. Depending on if Zaha plays well, because that's their main man. Yeah. So uh, again, a, a home home game for Crystal Palace, so they got to take advantage of those home games. Uh, Wolves, Bournemouth. That's going to be a pretty entertaining game. It is. Uh, both teams very very defensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bournemouth though haven't been in the best of forms as of late. Yeah. So I think Wolves might edge it. Wolves edge it one nil. Maybe, maybe I could see that happening. Huddersfield versus Newcastle. This is the type of game that Newcastle comes and strives on. They always win against the smaller clubs. That's true. So Just, we'll see what happens. And and actually, Newcastle uh, have won all three of their games in November. And Rafa Benitez won the November uh, Premier League. I can see. I can see Newcastle edging at three now. Oh, I don't know about three nil because Huddersfield are also like they they put up a fight at home. So we'll I, I see. can see. I can see three nil. We'll see. Uh, Tottenham versus Burnley at Wembley. Uh, Burnley's yeah. just been not good this season. They're not, as defense, they're not as organized and compact as they are. Yeah, Burnley's been not good at this season, but this kind of reminds me of a game. I think it was two years ago when we was it last, or well, maybe it was last season. I think it was the beginning of last season where we had Burnley in the similar kind of like first few games of the season, and we tied with them one one. So like, I hope it doesn't happen again. It should be a, a, a not an easy win for Spurs, but it should be a win. So I'm hoping for another three points. Uh, Watford versus Cardiff City. Another should be an open game, so it could go to anybody. Um, Fulham, West Ham, that's a London derby, so that should be interesting to watch. Hopefully, Ranieri can pick up some uh, points at home. Uh, Southampton, Arsenal, St. Mary Stadium. Arsenal's going to have an easy win. You think so? I'm hoping they go back to the old Arsenal and just completely blow it. Yeah, and hopefully this new manager but for be- Southampton can uh, get him yeah, some points. Yeah, but because like Southampton is in such disarray, mm-hmm. I expect Arsenal to like win it, even if it's by edge a one nil win. Yeah, Brighton versus your boys Chelsea away at Brighton. What do you think? I'm hoping. I'm thinking it should be an easy game, mm-hmm. but then anything could happen because we lost the freaking Wolves. Yeah. So and Brighton also they give it their all at home. Yeah. So I'm hoping. For a 2-0 victory, I wouldn't be surprised if they t- draw it or tied. Mm-hmm. I don't want to think about it too much. But you don't want to think about it because Chelsea is right now like is playing with your feelings. Exactly. They won one. They lost one. They beat Man City. Like It's, it's getting ridiculous. Place. Yeah. The game of the week. Liverpool, Liverpool Manchester United. I think Liverpool are going to win. 
Liverpool I, are going to win. I agree. Especially L- Liverpool are just playing atta- like free-forming attacking football. Man United's defenders are one week they're injured, one week they're not injured, one week they're playing like shit, yeah. not playing like shit. The team is, and then like I don't know what the story. I haven't been following Man United too much, mm-hmm. and that's my own fault. But like, I don't know what the story with Jose Mourinho and Paul Pogba is. It's it's so funny because they came up with VR uh, football. Came up with like uh, I don't know if you've watched. Yeah, it. The, those cartoons. Yeah, those cartoons. It's called the Champions. Yeah, and uh, and and like a couple of the episodes, it was like um, it was like oh Manchester United like huddling up or whatever. And then he would be like talking to the team and be like, "Oh, Paul Pogba did it. Oh, it's Paul Pogba's fault. Oh, it's like banter back and forth." If with this Jose doesn't and, uh... continue, if Jose Mourinho is still on for next season, I could expect Paul Pogba to push for a move to go back to Juve. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I I think he will. If not, if not in January, like he surprises us all and and moves back, the he'll definitely do it in the summer. If this yeah. thing, if this continues, because yeah. like the guy does have talent and like. If your manager just blames you for everything, and uh, at the same time, if you're not performing at the best of your abilities, like it's it's a back and forth issue. Exactly. So uh, so we'll see what happens with that. But I do expect Liverpool to win. Uh, it is going to be, a, I'm sure, a, a crazy atmosphere like the one I was at, Liverpool versus Everton, because that's you know they're uh, they're the two most successful uh, teams in English history. So it should be a good game. All right, dude. Awesome pod. Awesome pod, man. Uh, hold on. I think we have another thought we have to talk about. All right, we just want to thank you folks for tuning into another edition of today's po- uh, of the podcast. Uh, we love you guys. We do it for you guys. If you have any feedback, questions, or comments, feel free to us at the double A show 10 at gmail.com. Let us know your, your insight, and uh, we appreciate your guys' support. If you guys know anybody that enjoys football as much as we do, or if you just like listening to podcasts, please spread the word, uh, and we do it for you. We enjoy doing it. And uh, we'll keep you guys updated. We'll have another episode up probably by next week. Hopefully next week. We'll try to keep our word this time. You don't have any more vacations planned, right? Nope. We're going to promise to get a cr- episode in between Christmas. Correct. And, uh, and before Christmas. Before excuse Christmas. Me. Before yep. Christmas. We, uh, we, uh, we hope everybody has a nice uh, happy holiday season. And um, we'll see you guys next time. Stay, stay tuned. Till the next time, we love you. Stay blessed. See you around.